he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. And we are back after having last week off to recap episode three of The Bachelorette. How are you feeling, Jackie? I'm feeling good. It feels good to be back. I feel like, you know, it was a holiday week last week, just so out of our routine. Mm-hmm. I literally watched episode two of Charity Season right before watching episode three. I just, like, was on a vacation from charity, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. How did you, do you feel like we missed, because obviously we didn't recap it, do you feel like we missed a lot from episode two, recap wise? Like, was there things that you wish you could have, like, made points on, or you don't care? Like, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, fine. I feel this way, though, with the beginning of the season always, that it's just, like, we're still getting to know these people. Mm-hmm. Like, why is the only person whose name I know Brayden. Right. Like, I don't know any of these other guys. It's just, it takes time before you can really get invested in everyone or like knowing who you should even be paying attention to, Mm -hmm. like top six. Right. Well, I feel like it's starting to become a little bit more clear. I do think this was a good episode to come back to. I'll, I will admit the beginning was a little slow for me. The Barbie shit was, was a little, uh, it was hard for me to get through, but I felt by the second half, hour two, of the episode, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I am I'm ready to get in front of that mic and recap this again. So here we are. So here we are. Well, let's start with our one, though. Yes. Brayden gets the one-on-one date literally after getting the first impression rose two weeks ago, which I thought was, like, a little aggressive that we're already, like... Braden, Braden, Braden. And he was he was the focus of episode two as well. So it's like they're very yeah. much trying to make the guys hate Braden even more than they already did, and he's not making it any easier for himself. Yeah, and I something I clocked with this date too was the fact that like he's already like five minutes into this episode, he's on the one-on-one date with Charity, and he's like, Yeah, I just like I can't keep doing this, like it, it it's so hard to watch with other guys. And it's like, dude, what do you mean you yeah. can't keep doing this? You literally have been here for three days. Right. Like, so what, what guys, are you even talking about? What guys have you even seen her with? You've been on like, like I don't one think and a half days. have been with any other guys yeah. besides you, Brayden. You're the only person whose name I know on the show. Did you notice what, so they go on their baseball date. And did you notice what the team was? The baseball team? The San Diego Padres. The Padres. Didn't we just learn who the Padres were? Yeah. Um, why, why were we talking about that, It was that, a though? creep story on... Uh, someone went to a Padres game. Peter? Oh, yeah. Someone and we were like, Padres that's baseball, game. right? Yeah. <laughs> and now um, we have confirmation. It is baseball. Yeah, and seeing them in the jerseys, I need to point out for OG fans, like, Bachelor just, like, recycles dates. And I get it. There's only so many dates on planet Earth that you can go on. But they they do the exact same shit. Like, they both wore jerseys, and it said yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Lawson. And yeah. Ben Higgins and JoJo wore a jersey that said Mr. and Mrs. Higgins on a baseball field. We don't have to do the exact same dates, the exact same things on the exact same dates. Like, come on. Why are we just learning right now that Charity can do a back handspring? I don't know. so impressive. I know. She killed it. But, like, also, why did you do the back handspring? Like, was it, like, what was... I wonder (laughs) if she did cheerleading or she must have... I mean, clearly she has a past of tumbling of sorts, whether that's gymnastics or cheerleading or something... But why do we know nothing about her? Well, I meant why did she do it on the baseball field? Like what? She was so excited. Just don't you just get a, you wake up in the morning, get so excited, and just whip out a back handspring. I think she was just like feeling sporty and enthusiastic. Right, but you know who's not sporty? Brayden, because he threw a no. baseball at her eyeball. Yeah, that wasn't great. He doesn't strike me. He's he's not like the jock stereotype. You no. know, he, he's like 
artsy sensitive yes. I wear earrings vibes. I'm gonna he's paint. not he's not watching the game with the guys, I don't think. While that date was airing, Charity tweeted on her Twitter, black eyes and red flags, my two favorite things. Wait, so we are unspoiled and I feel like Charity saying that means she's one hundred percent not with Brayden. Well, I don't think she's with Brayden. And we are unspoiled. But she could be. I don't know. Like she's it, not I with think Brayden. we but we have been covering the show enough to know that they they want you to believe what they want you to believe. And so yes, obviously Brayden has been giving a lot of red flags. I'm not the biggest fan of him as of right now, but for all we know, they could be like trying to hype us against Brayden and then she does end up with him. Like I I was open-minded to the possibility cuz like who the fuck knows. Mm-hmm. But based on that tweet, I'm like, "Oh no, they're they're not even a little bit kind of on good terms." Which is kind of surprising considering he's the only person whose name I know. So I'm like, this is the only person she has a connection with is Brayden. The first thing that comes to my mind when you say that, though, is how Evan Bass tweeted, screw you, Carly, when she talked shit on him on in Paradise, and they were engaged. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. I wouldn't say that a tweet necessarily means anything. I just don't think that she's with him. I think there are better options for her, and, that, and then she'll figure it out. But we are unspoiled, so we're not saying this with any type of, like, concrete factual facts here it's just my gut something i thought was a little weird so they're at the baseball date did they really even play baseball they kind of just did like a couple backflips and then they just sat and ate dinner (laughs) they were just doing back handsprings and and throwing the ball at charity's eye and then like being like all right we're done here (laughs) that's (laughs) enough for today but then they then he like writes her a note on the baseball and as he's doing it it, it would have been a much more romantic gesture if, like, he maybe wrote her a note on the baseball and then, like, left it near her for later. And then she finds the baseball and she finds mm. a sweet note. But he, like, is like, I'm about to write you a note on this baseball and you're going to look at it later. And she's like, okay. And he just writes the note. I just thought that was kind of cheesy. It is cheesy. Did we see what he wrote yeah. on the note? Yeah, he wrote, what does he um, say? you're worth trying for. That feels not nice to say. Like, <laughs> like to say to someone, you're worth trying for. It's like the, the good old try. College effort. Yeah, what, what what's the phrase though? Like a good old something something try. Meaning like you're just going to try. Let's you see. know what I mean? A good old try phrase. As Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try. So for him to be like, mm, Charity, I'm just going to like try. But... No guarantees if I'm really going to be with you. I just think that's like a very half-assed, like stupid totally. thing to say to someone. It's totally empty. The The phrase is to give it the old college try. So both yeah. of our phrases kind of meshed together was what the phrase actually is. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was his way of trying to be romantic without actually promising her anything. To, because to say, I'm going to try, sure, you can try, doesn't mean anything's going to fucking happen. Right. Because then he can say, I tried, it didn't work. Sorry, girl. Well, also, while he's signing the baseball for her, like he's fucking Derek Jeter, he's telling her, I'm going to try. Like, I want to try, try. He keeps saying try. Maybe stop saying that you're going to try and just, like, actually actually try. try. (laughs) Yeah. I think saying you're trying is not trying. Well, that's like on this show when you say, like, I want, I really want to get to know you. And you're sitting there talking to the person and you're saying, I just, I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. Just fucking get to know them then. Start talking. Yeah, you're like, I, th- I think maybe potentially sometimes in the near future, I could fall in love with you. It's yeah. like, okay, so you're not in love with me. Got right. it. Like, you could just say that. So we move over to the Barbie date. First off, I hate when they always make a commercial out of a group date. However... I feel like for the Barbie movie, I can grant an exception because I'm just so freaking excited for this movie. I don't know if you are, but... my God. No. I literally tweeted, does anyone else think the Barbie movie marketing team needs to, I don't know, chill the fuck out a little bit? Like, it's just... 
Look, it's so much. There's so much Barbie marketing these days. The movie looks great, but the fact that like months ago there were like the Barbie um, filters on TikTok and the Mm -hmm. memes, and and then everyone's going to the Barbie party, which we're gonna be and the Dream House that's in Malibu, crazy. I don't know what that is. They literally made a Barbie Dream House in Malibu, and there's also a Barbie Cafe like a few blocks from me. In New York. I haven't been to it, obviously. It's, like, impossible to get a reservation. But it's, like, Malibu Barbie Cafe. Doesn't that sound so fun? It sounds great. And, like, I'm all for, like, come on, Barbie. Let's go party. I'm down for the movie. But because they're shoving it down my throat so much, it makes me not want to go see it. Like, I feel like this is the first movie that's come out since the pandemic. Well, that's factually not true. Well, I know. so many movies. I know, but, like, it's just so in your face. A big movie. I think this is one of the first movies that they've really, like, tried at getting us excited for in quite a while. Yeah, so we find out on this group date, it is, like you said, a commercial baked into this group date. JoJo and Jordan are hosting it because... Why Why, not? Why the fuck not? And we find out that they have to write a song for charity to the tune of girls just want to have fun because they what they don't have rights to like barbie girl girls just want to have fun is not related to barbie yeah it seems i I feel like because of the movie barbie girl is probably very expensive to get the rights to so they had to go with the next best thing which is girls just want to have fun obviously did someone call cindy lopper and ask for permission they must have had to there's it's abc i don't think they're gonna like sneakily try to sneak that in and think that they're not gonna get like copyrighted well they didn't play her song so like i could sing right now mm-hmm. girls just want to have fun and and what cindy's not gonna fucking a cease, a cease and assist yeah but if you like put that on youtube i feel like it would get flagged maybe if i sang it yeah you think people are know. gonna mistake me for cindy yeah they're gonna be like wait who's singing that Ooh. i don't know i just feel like don't you feel like they're good at flagging things on youtube yeah i don't know how they even do it so no, that's crazy. why i'm like maybe they would yeah the thing with this I, well first off i hate these big game group dates because what does any man singing a song about girls just want to have fun have anything to do with his compatibility with charity? Like, it's just stupid. It's pointless. I would rather them do something that shows their personalities a little bit more in relation to charity and not just them just, like, being goofy, trying to get as much screen time as possible. Mm-hmm. Also, I was very taken aback by the fact that, like, we have 30 men here and not one of them can actually, like, sing on pitch. Like, they were, they were like, below average singing level like you could go to a local karaoke bar and hear better singing than you heard on this episode I'm like you guys can't like literally carry a tune it it was kind of appalling yeah well it's not American Idol Jackie what do you want I I want I want just like casual you know singing but I do agree that it is silly to watch them sing and do dumb shit but that kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about in the earlier episodes of the season it doesn't actually matter she right now Mm -hmm. she's not actually like really weighing the guys I don't think in these group dates I I think these are just like this is just for TV it's just to like make a fucking silly show there's no actual like she's not actually looking and being like wow Sean looks really good in that denim jacket I like him no I think I agree. I, but then I'm just like, why can't we skip these things? Because we can't. How much should Barbie pay to get <laughs> oh, this God. whole hour of content? Well, I think out of all the guys that were tasked mm-hmm. to do this stupid task, I think John, who was the birthday suit Ken, I thought his mm-hmm. was the cutest. He did. Um, well, I don't. I I don't want you to judge me being off pitch, but it was. No, you're gonna sing a million times better than <laughs> all of those guys. I just know it. I've heard your singing before. No, it's I can't. Beautiful. Now I'm on the spot. Can you do it? It's 
girl, send these other guys home. Oh, that. You do. What is it? Girl, girl, send these other guys home. Yeah. Girl, send these other guys home. Ugh, guys, I've been sick. I normally would be singing so much better. Maybe I could put some, like, auto-tune. Okay, wait. Now let's do it again. Girl, send these other guys home. Oh, my God. Are you going to auto you go. Girl, send these other guys home. Great. Okay. So, but like John birthday suit Ken did not win. Sean wins. And they're kind of like, mm-hmm. they've been painting Sean as like going to be a potential villain down the road. And he's the one that is giving me Jordan Kimball vibes. Do you know which yeah, one Sean he is? Definitely, yeah, no. And he does look a lot like Jordan Kimball. So I do see the parallels. He was one of the worst singers though. I do have to circle back to that sorry i can't get over this singing did you aspect. notice that they're like jordan not jordan campbell jordan rogers was like the winner of the stupid barbie girls just want to have fun singing competition is going to get to walk with charity down the pier and i'm like <laughs> this is the stakes like he doesn't get like a rose or something a little bit more you can walk with her for 45 seconds ready go did you ever watch um double shot at love Vinny and Polly's show on mtv no oh my god well it was horrible but i watched it and Mm -hmm. they their entire show took place in a house like they didn't go anywhere they had like no budget i guess probably because they had to pay Polly and Vinny so much that they had no money left for anything that literally that's what it reminded me of they're like okay we're going to do like a limbo competition and the winner gets to go outside and sit by the pool with Vinny. And literally the winner would like oh walk God. outside and they would be 10 feet away from everyone and they would just get to like sit with him. You would think with all the money Barbie paid, once again, <laughs> they would have money for a better prize of this competition. Right. Yeah. It's giving poor. Why don't they have any money? I don't know. So like Sean's like on a high because he went on a walk with Charity and apparently he thinks he's like a front runner now. He walks back into the cocktail party singing his dumb Barbie song and everyone's looking at him like, bro, what the fuck? What would you be that? mad at that? If someone walked in singing the Barbie song well I don't know are they singing it good or are they singing it bad <laughs> yeah if the fact that he's singing it bad yes I would be unhappy yeah. I just think like come on guys 30 of you and you're all tone deaf except for that one guy it's Who not was 30 it? why do you keep saying 30 it, there's like 12 they start off it with 30 yeah but we're, on, home, we're episode like, three Okay, so how many people do you think I don't they know. sent home? There were, like you think five? there were 30 guys on stage on the Barbie day no, tonight? No, you're right. There probably was. I'm going to go with a strong 18. I don't think there was 18 people on the date. Well, we'll see. I think there, there we'll, may be. We'll count them after. Okay. There were probably But eight. you know that guy, Dave, wasn't it Dave who sang like kind of good? He was like, and by kind of good, I mean like. Dave? Average. Isn't there someone named Dave on the show? And they're like, Dave is good. <laughs> no, I, I, told you, is, I, don't... I thought his name was Caleb. Who the fuck's Dave? Hold on. I'm Googling it. I told you I don't know anyone's names besides Brayden. Like, literally none. If you put everyone in a lineup and said, try to name two people, I'd be like, Brayden and Brayden and Brayden. Wait, hold on. (laughs) You're like, guys, I I definitely think Chaz should get the group date (laughs) rose. Like, who the fuck is Chaz? Okay, I just Googled Dave the Bachelorette charity and no one comes up. If I'm wrong, I'm sure you guys will let me know, but... I no, I, I'm, like, pretty sure I'm wrong, honestly. But, but you're like, I'm talking about the one guy who kind of sang wait, kind of okay. I know who you're talking about. And then about. they made a comment being like, he's amazing. <laughs> the cowboy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his name's Caleb. <laughs> Why did I think it was Dave? I literally have written down Dave. <laughs> I'm crying. Dude, no, it was I Caleb. Li- it literally says, okay, one person sings mediocrely. Dave. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> 
right. Dave should have gotten the group date rose. <laughs> Where the fuck did you get that name from? It's Caleb. Yeah, it's Dave, Caleb. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. No. And before Caleb went on stage, he's like, "I'm gonna show everyone who's boss." <laughs> like, yeah. And but he, he he was the best one, yeah. but not by the bar was low. Right. So, you know. so he was better than tone deaf people. So. He's going to Hollywood. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So we're at the, the, what's it called? Like the group date nighttime portion. And yeah. Sean's like pissing everyone off. But then like, I don't understand how we're even paying attention to people like Sean or Dave when like Dotton <laughs> is there literally making Charity cry happy tears with their like one-on-one date. Like he, and again, guys, we are not spoiled. This is not coming from a place of like I know he's a front runner. Mm-hmm. He's he's top four. He has to be. Like she's yeah. crying happy tears just based on like him talking to her, and she's so happy that someone like that genuine is among the group of guys. Did you not get yeah. that? I agree. Yes, I think. <laughs> well, especially given the fact that like the only person whose name I know is Brayden. I think first I <laughs> and think Dave just because we haven't and Dave, of course. Um, we haven't seen her have, like, really a strong connection with any of the other guys. So, yeah, I think the fact that this early on, she's literally crying happy tears. Top four. Call it now. Put it, call it right now. Tell people this okay. is what's happening. Okay, I'm calling it. Top four. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. You heard it here first, people, and this is an unspoiled podcast. Okay, top four. Doughton, Brayden. Brayden. Dave. <laughs> And Jesse Palmer. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know a fourth person. I know. Oh, God. They really need to be better with the names. And sometimes I feel like something will happen, and I'll, like, look and, and finally start paying attention, and then I wait for them to put the lower third of, like, the person's name, Same. and then they don't. Same. And honestly, I think that's the problem. That is the problem. That's why you thought Caleb's name was Dave. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Whoever's the lower third guy, he's not doing a good job. Well, like, lower third guy, if you're listening, it doesn't hurt <laughs> to just add it. Even if you think that we know Even their name. Even if you think we already know. Like, right, exactly. It's not going to hurt anyone. Just fucking do it. You're lazy. <laughs> the thing that's crazy is like, they'll do it for Jesse Palmer. And it's like, yeah. I don't need it for him. It'll be like, Jesse Palmer, 44. Yeah. It's like, that's the one person I don't need to be told. <laughs> oh my God, wait. Did you notice under Jor- Jordan and JoJo's lower third, it said successful bachelorette couple? That's so Lip- Successful bachelor, not Like, not just like... Because bachel- there's only like three of them but like normally it would say like bachelorette season 20 or whatever it was but no they have to say like guys this is actually it's like a feather in their cap because they actually got married so true so the second one-on-one date went to warwick what warwick is it Mm -hmm, dave the second okay (laughs) so the second one-on-one went to warwick who like, sweet little angel, precious angel mm-hmm. on earth. Love him. Before we get into Warwick State, though, we need to tell you guys about Honey Love. What I really love about Honey Love shapewear is that before I found this brand, shapewear was such a nightmare for me. I hated wearing shapewear. I hated going to the bathroom. I hated how uncomfortable I felt. I hated how it, like, squeezed my body and I felt like I couldn't breathe. But with Honey Love shapewear, it is the complete opposite of that it's designed to like work with your body not against it yes and so right now guys listeners can go to honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20 and that will get you 20% off your entire order but I totally agree Stephanie um I 
used to be so miserable whenever I knew I had to wear shapewear to a formal event. But unfortunately, it feels like a necessity. At least it does for me because mm-hmm. I like feeling supported, but it can sometimes be so uncomfortable. I could barely breathe. You've tried their superpower short, right? That's the ones that I mm-hmm. wear under my dress. I really like it. There's um, They have like the signature X. It targets and sculpts your, mig- your midsection. And I just feel so supported, but I don't feel like my curves are being suffocated. And I think that's what kind of differs from other shapewear brands. Totally. And I also have been loving their bodysuits. I, as of right now, have two of them. They kind of double up as shapewear that makes you feel supported, but can also just be a top and be an outfit. I feel like literally all summer, I've just been wearing one of my Honey Love bodysuits and jeans. And it's just like cute, cute, casual, simple but I still feel like sucked in and supported, which is the best of both worlds. Yeah. You guys need to check out Honey Love. Again, our code is She's All Batch 20. If you go to honeylove.com slash She's All Batch 20, go get 20% off. Check out all that Honey Love has to offer. And thank you, Honey Love, for sponsoring this week's recap. Back to Warwick. Mm. Poor <sighs> Warwick. Like, I really just fell for the guy. Give the guy a Red Bull, no? Yeah, give the guy a Red Bull. I was also just very confused because I feel like when the date started, we saw so many little snippets of them at the amusement park and they're laughing and they're having fun Mm. and doing all these things. So I thought it was going well. Then all of a sudden they get to the ice cream and things get a little (laughs) awkward. And she's like, all right, immediately no goodbye. But I thought up until then, like they're playing the games, they're laughing, they're screaming, laughing on the roller coaster. Like what about all those times? Well, you know what it is? It went from zero, like a hundred to zero very quickly. But amusement parks make him tired. That's what it is. So like he, which is understandable. I know. And when he hit the ice cream station, it mm-hmm. was just too much for him. Like he couldn't. And she was also upset about him not, not scooping, scooping her ice cream for her. And so it's like all these little things. It's like, what did the guy do? He was just tired and didn't want to scoop ice cream. So that means send him home. No, I mean, oh, well, clearly there was not a connection. There was no spark. But what there. about the roller coaster? I just keep going back to them like laughing on the roller so you coaster. Could laugh like, That's at someone. On, okay, maybe she was laughing like this roller coaster is fun not mm-hmm. I like War- Warwick. Two, very, two di- different kinds of laughs, He obviously. He also yeah. had, like, he had some struggles with, like, I guess communicating with her how he felt. He said, I'm someone who's reluctant to get into relationships, and I laughed out loud when he said that because it's like, bro, what what are we doing here? Why are you, like, why right. would you like, say keep that? Keep that one to yourself, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. That was a, a bad move. You know what this date did give me, though? Lauren Burnham vibes. Like, how mm. they would just kind of show them not really talking, staring off into space. We don't know how much of that was real. I also want to point out that, like, we don't know if this, some producer woke up Warwick at 3 in the morning and made him do, like, interviews. And he's fucking totally. exhausted. Like, the poor guy's falling asleep in the limo on the way on the way home which i thought was such a power move such a power move like the move. producer is trying to like poke you and get you to cry and you're like i am not going to participate in yeah. this i'm just going to go to sleep yeah. bye he is the modern day Corinne olympios and i am so here for it michael jordan took naps abraham lincoln took naps and i'm in trouble for napping totally i felt for him um it was a shame that it had to go down that way yeah but i mean maybe we'll see him down the road somewhere. I mean, I don't know. Somewhere. Like, who could possibly think of where we would see him? I don't know, maybe (laughs) Mexico? Like, the only place we would ever see him is Mexico and nowhere else. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wouldn't see him anywhere else. <laughs> like, where are you expecting to see him? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll just see him at the grocery store later. Probably not an amusement park. He's probably never going to go back to one of those ever again. So we cut to, after Warwick gets the boot, we cut to, like, the guys back at the house. And Brayden is saying that, like, yeah, I would definitely date her after the show, but I don't know about getting on one knee. And, like... Brayden. Right. Don't say those things out loud. Even if that's what you really feel in your heart, just keep that one to yourself. You think this man has never watched the show before. Yeah, it was a stupid move to say that out loud. But then when Aaron B. warns Charity about him later, usually Mm -hmm. in like Bachelorette's past, it would be someone saying like, I just have a feeling Brayden's not here for the right reasons. But in this case, Aaron B. says, Brayden literally said he's unsure if he would get engaged to you. I'm like, I felt like that was such a stronger argument than previous ones. Yeah, I agree. And I also think, too, a bigger thing that he had said was that he had a problem with her dating multiple men. And he didn't know if he could get behind his wife dating multiple men like that. In which case, it's like, why are you here? you're very much on the wrong show. Because I do understand the hesitancy. And I feel like he made a good point to Charity in saving himself a little bit being like well yeah we're still getting to know each other I'm not sure if I'm going to want to get engaged to you at this point in time which I actually think is valid and fair mm. maybe keep that to yourself if you want to avoid drama but no but you just met no the, no just I met agree like, I agree with that argument I don't agree that's what he meant when he was saying it not to charity oh yes I agree I'm just saying like the, for argument's sure. sake like that's valid to be like look I'm just not sure yet but to say something like oh I don't think my wife would be dating multiple men it's like well that's the show you're on. Right. So, like, if you there's no chance that that person could be your wife, then then leave. Like, what are you doing? So, I don't know. We'll see with Brayden. I like my gut is saying that he's pretty fake. He just gives me the vibe as someone who's like really playing up a really big personality for attention. He also had a pretty aggressive reaction to all this drama coming out, and I'm like, that's a weird red flag. Like, why are you so angry, bruh? Like, yeah. calm down. But he did drop Will Smith's Keep My Name Out of Your Mouth, which I've, I did appreciate. Yeah. Although that's not even the line. <laughs> it's Keep right, My Wife's true. Name. If, if you true. honestly, Brayden, if you were defending charity, like if someone, I guess, later in the season comes at charity, say, Keep My, wa- wa- keep my Wife's Name Out Your Fucking Mouth. That would have been better. But we'll see. Maybe it'll come later. He's definitely someone to I watch. I mean, obviously. He's the person to watch. Um, it, he's the only person whose name I know. Yeah. So even if I wanted to or not, I have to watch him because I only know his name. Right. And it looks like, I mean, no surprise here, but the Aaron B. versus Brayden feud will continue next week because yeah. now he's pissed. What I didn't like was that <laughs> there's always, like, the guys that clearly have no shot with the lead mm-hmm. who get mad when they don't get time. But... The guy, James, who, spoiler alert, ends up going home, was pissing me off the whole episode because he's like, if I don't get time, I'm definitely going home. Well, you know what, James? Then you probably are not the one for her anyway because if that's what it's going to take for you to go home or not, it's not like you were going to be the final one anyway. So just, so shut the fuck up, James. So James and then another (laughs) one, who I didn't know his name, got mad at Aaron B., for telling Charity about Brayden. They're like, because you told her about Brayden, now this time is taken away. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You're not, you're not going to get, you're not dating Charity anyway. Right, like, She doesn't even know your name. We don't know your name. So, like, it was so dumb to, like, Aaron B is clearly, like, the only one looking out for her at this point. 
and the other guys yeah. are just trying to save themselves. Yeah, so James, literally in my notes, I wrote, James goes home, LOL, bye. Did other people go home? Probably. Probably Dave. Well, if they <laughs> did, I don't know their name. I think Dave went home, yeah. Yeah. True. One other thing to note before we wrap up. So sweet, precious angel Xavier is knitting mm -hmm. on the bus to wherever they're going. Yeah. When Brayden takes a helicopter to the stupid baseball date. And everyone's like, oh my God, he's so sweet. And then we find out later in the episode, he was knitting something for her. I thought that was just such a cool, like full circle moment that this yeah. like, we're literally focusing on all this stupid drama and asshole guys. And this little angel is knitting you something. Although I wish he told us what it was. Like what it, was it like a blanket? It didn't look like the size of a blanket. It didn't look like Maybe a scarf. Maybe it's a scarf. It's I don't know. Very Taylor of him. So Taylor. Maybe it was a, a hat. Did you see it? It was like a tablecloth. It was like a lot. No, it was like a tablecloth runner. So probably a scarf. So maybe a scarf. I, I thought that's the easiest thing to make. I doubt he knit, knitted her right? a tablecloth runner. That would be weird. And I feel like a scarf's the easiest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Too bad they're in like San Diego, but maybe she could wear it when... When they go to a cold climate. Sure. Um, so Xavier, I think, is one to watch as well, although that literally was like the only screen time he got this week. Yeah. Still in love with Joey, although you wouldn't know it from this episode because he was barely in it. You're like, who the fuck is Joey? Who is Xavier? I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, I do know Xavier from that one time we said that the Bachelorette Instagram like posted, get to know Xavier. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Why are they calling? Like, tell me he goes far without telling me he goes far. I know. So I do know who Xavier is. Yes. But you know who they also did that with? Joey. They know what they're uh -oh. doing. And Joey's the- Did he go home? No, Joey no, is there. like- <laughs> Jackie needs like can someone print her out like the cast list with the faces and the names that Please actually would be do. helpful like a bracket that would be helpful I'm sure we could get that on the interwebs but Joey is the Greg Grippo 2.0 he's like the really really cute one got it okay okay you're like yeah I'll make no okay. <laughs> him and Dave are right right there neck and neck for a spot one and spot two for me and shout out again to Honey Love for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to get your hands on the best shapewear on the market. Honeylove.com slash she's all batch two zero for 20% off. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. Bye, bitches. Bye.